going to share some, I'm sure, very valuable insights into Bala Dave Pournim. Okay. Yeah. Turn, turn it, out, turn it all, all over to you. Nice to be with you on this auspicious day. Shabalaram Jiki Jai. Jai. Shall I begin? begin? Yeah, you're all, everything's set. Okay, good, good. Well, I um, want to speak on uh, the names of Balaram and Balaram Nam. And, uh, and um, one of his names in particular. And in doing so, I'm going to draw from three different verses from the Bhagavatam. One from the... Um, uh, eighth chapter of the 10th canto and two from the 65th chapter quite a distance apart but um, they're brought together um, the 65th chapter of course is in, in Dwarka but it's as we'll see it's um, yearning in the direction of Braj where we find the birth of, uh, of Balaram. And the verse I want to begin with then is the, given that we're gonna discuss some of his names, auspicious names, uh, the verse in which his names are given by Gargamuni. Hmm. This was um, arranged by Nanda Maharaj. It, it just so happens, so happens that uh, the great uh, Gargamoni was um, in the vicinity, a rare occasion, and Nandamaraj thought he had to really take advantage of this opportunity to get the blessing of the Rishi hmm, and have him oversee the auspicious Namkaran, the, the, the uh, samskar for uh, giving the names. Um, and in this case, to both Krishna and Balaram both of his uh, sons as he saw it and appropriately so. However, of course, as you know, at the time, um, Kamsa was on a rampage and uh, sending out um, assassins everywhere through all the villages, uh, looking for the, the eighth son of Devaki, if you will, uh, who uh, escaped somehow, and, um, and had been predicted that he would be uh, the cause of Kamsa's demise. So to avert that, um, um, he was on a, on a rampage, if you will. And so Nanda Maharaj took his two sons and petitioned the Gargarishi to come to, of all places, cow shed. So this was in the morning after the cows had already been taken out to pasture to bring them in the cow shed, which wouldn't typically be the place to perform such a samskara, but in, in this way, um, the, this, the, the, this, the uh, ceremony itself would be concealed, hidden, um, even from, um, to a large part, um, those in the vicinity, um, other uh, 
extended family members and so on and so forth. What to speak of hiding from, from Kamsa. So we find ourselves in the cowshed uh, in particular. It's mentioned in the text there, not a buffalo shed, not a, not a chicken coop, but a cow shed. Um, and so by way of uh, emphasizing that it was a cow shed rather than any other type of goat shed or, or, or a um, buffalo shed, for, for example, which are um, also, excuse me, which are also um, members of the, of the extended uh, family and herd of Nanda Maharaj. Nonetheless, cows are very auspicious. I mentioned it before that some people say, how could the Supreme Godhead be a cow herd? It doesn't it, it perhaps uh, register as well with us as it does in the Varnashram society in the time, cowards being really kind of out, out back people, kind of like to use an example from America, maybe from the, the Appalachians, you know, or something, the hillbillies. Uh, so it, it seems very much in, in, in contrast from the Supreme God had to appear in such a situation. But of course, um, Cows are said to be a manifestation. Now, wonderful things about the um, nature of the cows is um, often offered, often, often offered up to um, um, explain or to respond to such uh, questions. And so, in the cowshed, and while this is a humble place, and in one sense. Not a place you want to perform such a ceremony, nonetheless, in another sense, is quite auspicious because where the cows stay, then God is not far from there. And there he was, two gods, Krishna and Balaram, in the cow shed. And Garga was, uh, Gargachar was, was, uh, was moved by Nanda Maharaj's uh, regard for him and request, and of course, by the beauty, charm of his sons as well. So, there, um, Shrigar Gubacha, we come to the verse, right? Mm -hmm. And in this verse, he is giving the names for Balaram. He says, Ayamhi Rohini Putro. This is uh, significant to begin with because he says, um, this son, um, 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 he refers to him as Rohini Putro, which is the son of Rohini. There's an emphasis here with the word he. He, it means because this son, since this son of Rohini, or it may mean certainly the son of Rohini, he, he who is certainly the son of Rohini. Uh, the emphasis here is, of course, on the part of, of Gargamuni um, and speaking to, if you will, uh, Nanda Maharaj mm -hmm. um, as to the fact from a point of view of, of bhava and, and substance uh, 
um, that um, that Balaram is the son of Rohini. This is emphasized over the fact he's also the son of Vasudev. <laughs> that part is minimized hmm, here in the first line hmm, uh, for the sake of giving further assurance, if there need be any, uh, to Nanda Maharaj that, um, that he's your son. Um, uh, not, not, Rohini is, of course, not the wife of, of Nanda Maharaj, but she's staying there and living in Braj. He's born in Braj. And the connection with Rohini is more of a connection with Braj and Nanda's family for all intents and purposes than it is a connection with Vasudev and the Yadus the Chatriya dynasty, uh, the, the people of the big city of, of, of Mathura and, and so forth. Hmm. So Gargacharya begins by, um, in case there would be any doubt, a question in the mind of Nanda Maharaj, uh, referring to him, this son, primarily, hmm, if you will, as the son of um, this uh, Rohini, and certainly he is the son of Rohini. Let, 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 let's emphasize that. Hmm? He says, I am he Rohini Putro, Ramayan Suridoganai, Akyasyate Rama Iti. Hmm? So here is the first name. He says that um, he should be known, Akyasyate Rama, Rama. He should be known as Rama. Why? Hmm? Because uh, Ramayon Surido Gunai, because by his Gunai, by his qualities, he uh, gives pleasure, Ramayan, primarily Surido, to his friends. Mm -hmm. So this is with reference to the, to the, to the central uh, bhava, if you will, within Balaram's Sankul Bhav. Sankul Bhav is a combination of different bhavas. Hmm? In the case of Balaram, it, we have Sakirasa combined with Vatsalya and Dasya. Hmm? But because the, the Sakirasa is prominent hmm? in Braj, and this is where he is in his fullest uh, manifestation, then he's considered to be in Sakirasa augmented with Vatsalya and Dasya, which he experiences in different circumstances. Hmm. Um, um, so his primary sentiment is, is Sakras. He's kind of like the, the birth, with the birth of Balaram, if you will, we have the birth of, of, um, of, of friendship, hmm, of Sakurasa. So he says, because he gives pleasure to his friends, by his qualities. Hmm? Um, therefore, he, he is known as Ram. Now, it's interesting to note that there are, of course, different Ramas. There's Parasharama, there's Dasarati Ram, or the Ram of Sita, Sita Ram, for example. Um, um, but I think we should emphasize here the fact that um, Ram, in the primary sense, of the of the name, in terms of the the all oh, the entire um, uh, manifestations of 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 the God of which there are you know a 
which are, which are innumerable, Sankhya, so many faces of the Godhead. I mentioned a couple other Rams, Dasarathi Ram, Parasharam. There may be others as well that don't come to my mind at the moment, but the primary Ram, this isn't the Ram of this, the Ram of that. This is this is Ram. <laughs> Ram himself, who gives pleasure to his friends. Ram means to delight, right? Who delights his friends by his quality. So this so the primary um uh, meaning, I want to say, significance of the name Ram is, is that it, it is a name for Krishna's older brother. We, and it's not thought like that for the most part. You, you hear Ram and Krishna and people will think of Krishna and, uh, and, and, and then uh, uh, the son of Dasarath. Hmm? They'll think the son of Vasudev, Krishna, and the son of Dasarath, Ram. Hmm? the great Valmika uh, uh, Ramayana. Hmm. Of course, there's a reason that they'll think like this. Uh, there's a couple of reasons. Um, for one, uh, it should be obvious, they think of Krishna as the son of Vasudev, hmm. rather than as the son of Nanda. This is more, more, more typical. And because Krishna's role, if you will, as the son of, uh, um, Vasudev um, is the Chatriya role, which has more overt dignity, uh, royalty to it. In that role, he speaks the Bhagavad Gita, Upanishadic, and, uh, and more characteristically and overtly, I want to say, uh, a, a, a role for the Godhead, just like Ram in Ramayana. Hmm? Um, uh, and for that matter, Balaram is so much the Ram as described here, who gives pleasure to his friends and his main friend, his first best friend being Krishna, that from the Gaudiya point of view, and accurately, uh, he is primarily in that role. Although he is the God head, he is simultaneously an example of love of Godhead. To the extreme, uh, his services is uh, extends everywhere. We'll talk a little bit about that, hopefully. Um, but primarily in the role of the best friend of Krishna, rather than as in the although he is the Godhead himself, he's more in the role of a devotee of the Godhead. So he's both object of worship and example of ideal of. Of, of worship that we can follow. Hmm? Whereas Ram of, of, of the Miku Ramayana is overtly the Godhead himself, right? So when they say Ram and Krishna, then they'll think of Krishna the Chatriya, Ram the Chatriya, and so forth. And they may, may come to, oh yes, Krishna of, of Braj, but when it comes to Balaram, even something Balaram, he is so absorbed in the role of a servitor, hmm? of the friend of Krishna and the servant of Krishna, uh, that, uh, that some Vaishnav Sampradayas think he must be a jiva. <laughs> so we labor, of course, at, at times our tribes have to, to dismiss that idea. But it, it, it comes out of, uh, for, for good reason, and we could emphasize it. We should. 
Hmm? That uh, he is, as Prabhupada used to say, there's the personality of Godhead served, and then there's the personality of Godhead servitor. So when Godhead wants to be the servitor hmm, here in, in the Leela, he, he um, uh, sets an extraordinary example, such is Balaram. So the primary, now we can say, what about Radharaman? Yeah, that's Radharaman. There's Dasarathi Ram, there's Radharaman, there's Parasharam, this is Ram. <laughs> Radharaman. So we can call Krishna Ram next to Radha. Yeah, he's the Ram of uh, the Ramana of Radha, who delights Radha. That's true. So this is the first name he's given him, and it's significant. Uh, uh, and then he said, what? Balad, Balad, Hikyad, Balam, Vidhu. And, and he'll also be called Bala. Hmm? This is where we get the Bala Ram, combining the two together. Hmm? Uh, thanks to Gargamoni, uh, Gargacharya, Tijai. So he says he, he will exhibit great strength. Now, when he speaks about his exhibiting great strength, it, uh, it, uh, there are, of course, some examples of this um, in the Braj Leela and later on as well in, in the Dwarka and Matura Leela. But it's a little leaning in the direction of his Vatsalya composition, that, that aspect uh, of, his, of his bhava. As I've often said, uh, he's the older brother. And although he's only eight days older, which is <laughs> very significant, Mother Yasoda emphasized the point. He's the elder brother. You're the elder brother. You should be protecting Krishna. Hmm? So this is how, of course, he'll exhibit his strength largely. Um, um, and so uh, you can argue there's an element of Vatsalya in the Bala uh, side. But combining the two together, he's popularly known as, uh, as Balaram. Sometimes Prabhupada would render it also as he who takes pleasure in giving uh, spiritual strength to the devotees hmm? you know, by, his, uh, by his example. So two names uh, he's given, Ram and Bala. And then he gives a third name. And this is the name I'd like to uh, go into in a little more depth. He says, Yadunama Pitak Bhavad Sankarshanam Ushantipi. He says, and also he'll be called Sankarshan because um, he draws together the, the, the Yadus and the Brajbasis. The Brajbasis are, in an extended sense, also Yadus, but uh, often not thought of as such their Vaishya community, whereas the uh, Yadus are largely a, a, a Kshatriya community. Um, but this son, hmm, Sankarshan, Sankarshana means, uh, it means to extract. Hmm. So, uh, Garga may be alluding here uh, to some, it's not what he says overtly, but alluding to the fact that um, he was extracted from the womb of Devaki as the seventh child hmm, and placed within the heat womb of Rohini at Krishna's command by Yoga Maya's arrangement. He was extracted. But by the extraction, the result being that he was born as the son of Rohini, even though his father was Vasudev. He draws together, which is what Sankarshan also means to, to, to draw together, to bring together 
um, um, the Yadus of Mathura at the time and the, the Rajabasis, the two communities. So bringing together Vasudev and Nanda, they are connected in a broad sense, broader sense, family-wise, but he overtly emphasizes this, uh, by way of his being extracted from the womb, this, this connection brings them together. Mm -hmm. uh, now, uh, uh, Sankarshan also implies the plower, mm -hmm. uh, which is another uh, uh, way in which Balaram is depicted, often with another epithet, uh, Haladar or Halayuda. Haladar means who bears the plow. Halayuda means who, who fights with the has a plow as his weapon, if you will. Now, this um, name, Haladar, um, Halayuda, is only appears about maybe half a dozen times in the Bhagavatam, mostly in um, the, the Dwarka Leela. There are a couple of references in the, in the Braj Leela during the slaying of Perlamba, as described by Sugadev, he's described as Haladar, although he doesn't manifest his plow there. Um, some reason, some Acharyas have reasoned that, that Krishna doesn't manifest the plow in Braj, but rather his buffalo horn, whereas his plow is prominent in the Dwarka Leela, although I don't know of any Dwarka Leelas in particular that he uh, used his plow. The name, the epithet is invoked a few times, mm -hmm. um, but the one case in which he uh, does use his plow that's prominent in the Bhagavatam does happen to be in Braj, but it happens to be in Braj upon his return to Braj from Dwarka. And this is where um, I want to go from here in the eighth chapter of the Bhagavatam, where the names of Balaram are given, and here we're emphasizing the name Sankarshana, we're getting to um, a deeper meaning of it, if you will, through the epithet Haladar, which reminds us of the fact, again, that at a certain point in the Dwarka Leela, Balaram returns to Braj. And it's at that time that um, he uses the plow to chastise the Jamuna in the context of um, his um, reveling, if you will, in the forest, in the night, with a certain group of gopis. And that's a big story. And uh, it's the last part and the least significant part, as important as it is, of the 65th chapter of the Bhagavatam, which we'll go to now, and which is um, uh, um, the instance in which, in Dwarka, that, let me get to the verse here, that um, Well, I'll get the verse later, but the instance in which um, uh, Balaram expresses a desire to Krishna to return to Braj. Of course, he wants to go with Krishna, and he's he has been 
um, kind of pestering Krishna about it, if you will, we should return to Braj. Um, what about the Braj Basis? Uh, uh, and Krishna keeps, uh, is implied in the text here that Krishna has been putting him off. And um, Balram is becoming more and more uh, frustrated. His longing to return to Braj and to uh, pacify the residents there, the inhabitants there, his devotees there, is um, reached uh, a peak. His main reason is stated in the Haribamsa, cited in some of the commentaries, the onset of the 65th chapter. Smritva Gopeshu Sohredam. So the primary reason that Balaram wanted to return to Vrindavan, well, it, it pertains to his name as Ram, as we've heard. He wanted to smritva gopeshu soridam. He was remembering uh, the uh, friendship, his friendship with the gopas, and he wanted to uh, wants to reunite with him. So this is central, of course, to uh, to Balaram's um, life and and the, and the lens through which we look at him uh, from. Um, the lens to which the Goswamis look at him and, and, and um, highlight, if you will, for us, um, who he is, his Sakyarasa feelings for, um, for Krishna and um, their friends. So this is the main reason that he wants to go. And he, and, he, and he now, apparently he's been doing this for some time, but now very strongly he um, starts to, to um, question Krishna. This is interesting because um, while, as I mentioned, Balaram's bhava is, is a combined bhava, although the primary bhava of those three, Vatsali, Dasya, and Sakya is Sakya, and therefore he's defined by Sakya. This pertains largely to Braj, hmm? because in, in the Dwaraka Lila, the Dasya side of his Sankul bhava becomes more prominent. So here, <laughs> although this is prominent in Dwarka, the remembrance of Braj hmm, and the friendly dealings there and so forth in particular hmm, causes this to rise up in him and in a way that would be uh, inappropriate in a sense for Dasyabhav, he starts to question Krishna, hmm, question his, his sincerity, why you're not going. I've been bringing this up lately now. Now, as his own desire to go there increases, and Sakya comes to the fore, then he, which brings equality. Hmm? You don't challenge a, a superior, but an equal, you can, you can challenge, question their motives and so forth. So he begins to question Krishna's uh, motives. Does he really love the people there? What, you know, how, can, how can he not go? And, and so on and so forth. And he gets a little... Um, heavy with Krishna, if you will. And Krishna, of course, uh, responds, hanging his head and um, offering the excuse that he is in a bind because um, Nanda Maharaj, when he dropped him off, if you will, in Mathura uh, and was convinced by Vasudev that, oh, you're, he's, he should now be given an education, Kams is dead, now everything's safer. Now we should be sent to the Guru Kul. So Nandamarsh couldn't argue with the, with, with the logic. My son should have a good education. And he had to go back 
without him, if you will. Very traumatic for himself. Of course, all the Brajabhasis didn't, 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 didn't blame him. Um, but um, he was kind of bamboozled by, by, uh, by the city slickers there, uh, Vasudev in, in particular. And, but at the time, uh, he told his son, Krishna, that, that you should, you know, obey, obey Vasudev, be a good, good son now. And so, so Krishna tells Balaram that I, I, I would like to go back, but Nanda Marsh told me to follow the orders of Vasudev, and Vasudev won't let me go back. Vasudev and Devaki won't let me, so I'm, I'm in a bind. I'm following Nanda Marsh's order, but it's Nanda Marsh's order um, that causes me to have to get permission from Vasudev, and Vasudev won't get permission. So why don't you go and ask? See if you see if you can get permission for me to go. Hmm? So Balaram gets some hope from this, and he approaches Vasudev and uh, and Devaki. Um, and of course, he says that uh, I, I want to go with Krishna back to, to Braj, and uh, they don't give him permission for, for, for Krishna to go. They deny the permission, and of course, Balaram responds, you can't give me permission and not give him permission because the two of us are one. And he just flat out says it to them. I'm also the son of Nanda and Yashoda. So he's saying this to his, to his, uh, uh, to his father, right? Um, this is his Brajbhav. He couldn't contain it. He officially is, is actually the son uh, from, you know, from the, from the uh, biological, if you will, uh, point of view, the son of Vasudev, but in substance, in bhava, He's raised by Nanda Maharaj. This, 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 uh, all his childhood, youthful, and the beginning of his adolescent life, all his parental scars coming from, um, from, from Nanda Maharaj. And this, of course, carries him through the, in, into the rest of his, his life. Not that he doesn't love Vasudev, but his parental, uh, his, his, Parental relate his his Vatsali relationship with Nanda Maharaj exceeds in excellence that of his Vatsali relationship with with Vasudev. And he, so he just comes out and says it. Of course, the Gaudiya will will underscore this uh, point uh, for for good reason. It's not the first, It's not the only time that this happens. Krishna said similar things to Vasudev and, and Devaki at, at Kurukshetra. Um, or he will later on, and so on and so forth. So, very strong uh, feelings. The point is here on the part of Balaram for Brudge, mm -hmm. and um, uh, and so Balaram returns then to to Krishna and uh, explains that you know he didn't get get permission, um, but he asks Krishna's permission. Nonetheless, so his Dasyabhav comes to the fore again, and he asks Krishna's permission. He won't go without Krishna's position, permission. And Krishna responds to him by, by addressing his Sakiras sentiments. He responds to him in, with a, in trying to make a little bit light of the situation. He reminds him of his coward leelas and 
uh, of Gopastami and how, um, um, you remember how I praised you when we first got out and were able to herd cows in front of all the other cow herds, the things I said about you. He said it in, in Hasirasa. There's a, there's a beautiful um, eulogy of Balaram on the part of Krishna, um, which he gives um, ostensibly, you could say, uh, for the purpose of strengthening the resolve or the faith of all the cowards and the confidence of Balaram, which uh, on a daily basis he would who, who on a daily basis he would leave with Balaram while he himself and a few Narmasakas would go off to Radhakunda on the excuse of, of, of doing something else. So anyway, the praise of Balaram, he reminds him of, the, of, of such days and times and, and the joking and so in the context of doing that in his eulogy it, it, of Balaram, he ends with and, 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 and you're special especially because uh, no, all the gopis, they love, they love you. <laughs> this is uh, uh, something that Balaram doesn't really listen to, but, but Krishna re reminded him of that. And then he reminds him also of that night during the holy um, celebrations where um, some young gopis fell in love with Balaram, which also he didn't take uh, uh, very seriously. It's not something, this romanticism, if you will, um, that is central to uh, Balaram's uh, sentiment, his thoughts and so forth, but it's very central to Krishna's, <laughs> as we know. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and so Krishna reminds Balaram of this aspect of himself. Mm -hmm. and, and, he, and, and as a result, of course, he encourages Ram Said you should go see your friends and everything, but 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 when you're there, it's, it's the Madhurya Bhav in, in, in Krishna's coming to the fore, and he's thinking about Balaram's gopis and how they feel towards Balaram, and then tells Balaram, and you should marry them, tender to them. They've been waiting for you all this time. It's not something that Balaram even replies to. Hmm? Um, instead. What really strikes Balaram at this point in their conversation is that Krishna does not say anything about his own gopis and it brings tears to Balaram's eyes and he walks away. Hmm? You're giving me permission to go. You're reminding him of my friends and, and, and so on and so forth. You're joking with me about my, my gopis uh, and, and so forth. But in his heart, he thinks about Krishna, hmm? who, who he's the servitor of, hmm? right? Who he's the best friend of, hmm? who he knows loves the gopis. This is the Krishna's own gopis, Radha and her, and other such uh, gopis. There's different sets of gopis, right? Balaram's gopis are not Krishna's gopis. But Krishna hasn't said anything directly about them. Hmm? So he walks away from the conversation weeping. And then Krishna turns to Uddhava, who he had sent earlier to Braj to pacify the residents, who had conversations with the gopis, delivered his messages to the gopis, learned something about gopi bhava there, and was awed by it. He talks to uh, Uddhava and 
then he gives a message. He writes down from his heart a message, um, gives it to Uddhava and says, give this to Balaram to give to the gopis. He doesn't tell him directly, give this to Balaram to give to the gopis. So Balaram has a mission now for Krishna. He's going there uh, to, Krishna tells him, you know, you, you love Braj more than I do. Hmm? Uh, it means that the inhabitants of Braj, they're more attached to Vrindavan than, than Krishna's. After all, Krishna left. Hmm? Balaram left, but he couldn't stay away. He had to go back. Hmm? Um, so he's referring to him when he says, you love Braj more than I do, as in terms of his being a Braj Bhakta, more than as, as Bhagawan, who has other obligations, hmm? like establishing Dharma and so forth. So he, anyway, he gives, him the, this, he gives him the message and he sends him on his way. He tells him that you should dress like a gopa, get out of this fancy, you know, royal attire as a prince, hmm? dress, dress it, otherwise it'll be awkward um, and um, in, in, in return. So Balaram does so. He puts on the gopa vesh and um, of course, when he arrives, in Braj, the first thing that he does is, is he goes to his, his parents' house and they greet him and um, uh, um, with, with, with great joy, they ask about um, um, his uh, uh, activities, his leelas in, in Dwarka, those of, those of Krishna. Um, he bathes, he eats, he sits with them, answers questions, and uh, um, and so on and so forth. Nandamaraj hears about the slaying of this demon and that demon, and he and he and he marvels at how Krishna has protected Vasudev and Devaki and all these extended relatives of ourselves and so forth with such effort, but uh, which they they might have died, uh, you know, without the the, the valor uh, that Krishna. Uh, displays in 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 Mathura and later in, in in Dwarka, but he also makes the point that with great effort he, he did this to protect them and save their lives. Maybe he would just come here and save our lives. All he has to do is come here and save our lives. We're 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 dying without him. It's very uh, this is a very uh, extraordinary uh, encounter. Balaram is there, right? And this is overwhelmingly uh, joyful for the inhabitants of Braj, but at the same time, Krishna is not there. Hmm. So this is a very, very, this is very peculiar. Hmm. The feelings that are arise, the joy that arises, and then the, the separation of Krishna that, it, that it, it intensifies in the presence of, of Balaram as well. So Balaram is, is dealing with a, a very difficult uh, type of situation there to pacify them. And he has his own feelings. The next day, of course, in the morning, he goes to be with his friends. He visits the house of each and every friend, holds hands with them, um, embraces them. Um, they, they remember their pastimes together. And of course, they begin to ask about Krishna. And they say, will you bring him back? You know, we've been here all this time but we haven't been able to go out once cowherding. Hmm? We're just sitting here. Hmm? 
and, and Balaram starts to experience the same thing. I'm here in Braj, but without Krishna being here, I can't find the enthusiasm to go out and herd cows and play in the forest. He, he starts to merge into the same feelings that the cow boys themselves are feeling. Hmm. So uh, this is a great time of celebration that Ram is present. Hmm. Um, and, and they're heralding it, and it means everything to them. The praise that they give the, the inhabitants of Braj to Balaram, um, there's, there's no more. Uh, he can be praised from different angles of vision by different devotees, but the praise of the Braj Basis of Balaram for returning, this is like the, the, the lotus in the river of, of Ram's uh, fame. Hmm? This is just... Just the high point, if you will, what he has done to come back and feel there. And he, in other words, Uddhava went there, but Uddhava doesn't have the feelings of a Brajbasi. He's not a Brajbasi. He's in Dasyabhav, and there's a touch of Sakyabhav in him. So when he goes to Braj, that Sakyabhav can come to the fore. He can experience some pranai but it's, it's limited comparatively. So he was there learning, experiencing that anew hmm? uh, for the, maybe for the, for, uh, for the first time, the, the fullest measure of his own, uh, his, his own emotional constitution. Hmm? But there's a, there's, a, there's a gulf of difference between his ability to identify with the Brajbasis and Balarams. Ram is a Brajbasi. So um, uh, there, uh, in their own mood, he knows exactly how they're feeling. And he's feeling it himself. Now he's in Braj and Krishna is absent. Mm -hmm. So he's in a, such a great position, in one sense, to empathize because. <laughs> He doesn't have to sit on the couch and try to enter into the, you know, to the experience of the patient so that he can emphasize with them. He, he is feeling the experience full on, hmm? even more so than, than all of them. Hmm? Yeah. So he's in a perfect position to empathize with them, but um, it's not an easy thing to, uh, uh, to situation. Uh, to, to deal with it's glorious it's wonderful but it's it's uh it's sad at the same time and then of course after visiting with his friends expressing himself as i mentioned he he has to meet with the gopis right so this is now um where we come again to this epithet of sankarshan sankarshan we've given uh different meanings uh, for the name and how it applies to Balaram. Mm -hmm. um, I should mention in this regard also that uh, Sankarshan is an epithet of, of Balaram that's more prominent in the Tura and Dwarka. Mm -hmm. In fact, there are ancient coins with on one side is Vasudeva and the other side is Sankarshan. Mm -hmm. So you're not, you know, you're not, it's the royalty that's coining whatever silver or, or gold at the time. Um, so uh, the name Sankarshan is, as I say, prominent in Balaram's Chatriya princely Leela and Vasudev. Hmm? Vasudev, Sankarshan, instead of Krishna and Ram, 
hmm? uh, names that are more uh, relevant within the Ram to, 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 to Braj. Vasudev and Sankarshan, these are printed on the coins. They're, 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 they were royal uh, princes uh, and so forth. We find um, in, from the Gaudiya terminology that Balaram is the Vaibhava Prakash of Krishna, the only one in Braj. From there, Krishna and Balaram expand to uh, Mathura and Dwarka. Vasudev Krishna is the Bhaiba Prakash of Krishna in Mathura, but Balaram in Mathura is the Prabhava Vilas. Hmm. Balaram, he's called Sankarshan. Sometimes the go well, the Godis refer to him as the Mool Sankarshan. Hmm. Right? And then he expands in Dwark in, 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 in excuse me, in, in Vaikuntha as Mahasankarshan. Hmm. And this Mahasankarshan expands into the world as the first avatar, as Mahavishnu. So this is a big name, Sankarshan. It's a big name. As we, as we, as we look at it, 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 it's often and probably more often than not used in terms of the Aishvarya, the godhood, the majesty of, 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 of Balaram. But here now the name comes in in, in, in reference to the Leela that we're discussing, Krishna, Balaram returning to Braj, and now in particular at this time, giving a message to the gopis. He meets with the gopis. And I want to go to that verse. This is significant. And then we'll come to the verse in which this name Sankarshan is, 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 is um, in, invoked. Gopyo hasyanta paprachchu ramasandarshanadritaha. So Balaram's now, Sankarshan Balaram, Ram, meeting with uh, Krishna's gopis. Gopyo hasyanta paprachchu. So the gopis, they greet him. Here's, this is Dauji, the elder brother of Krishna. And uh, they are smiling, hasyanta, and they inquire from him. They're kind of, kind of laughing and inquiring. Uh, and Rama Sandarshanadrita, they, they're showing respect. Sandarshanadrita means that, that uh, um, they're uh, showing respect uh, uh, and honoring, if you will, um, um, Balaram. That's typical of the Brajlila. He's the elder brother of, their, of, the, of, the, of the one, uh, of, of, their, of their love, their lover. Um, but here, um, this uh, smiling of the gopis, this laughing and inquiring of them is, is superficial. They're putting up a good face. They're smiling hmm, um, in front of Krishna's elder brother. They're going to speak about Krishna, ask about him. But they're uh, filled with feelings of separation and doubts about Krishna's love for them, uh, their, their situation is, is um, uh, pitiful. Hmm? Um, so they're not, they're not really happy. They're happy to see Balaram, but they're thinking about Krishna and they're feeling pains of separation and they're trying to visibly hide that, if you will, by 
putting putting on a smile hmm? and showing respect for Balaram. But here now the word words uh, Rama Sandarshanadrita. So Ram, they showed they honored Ram. This is overt meaning. But our charges have also drawn out just the opposite. That Balaram, hmm, Ram, at the same time is honoring them. He sees what's going on. He sees their body language, if you will, and he understands their hearts. Hmm? And what he's seeing, of course, is their attempt to, as I say, hide or cover their intense feelings, which constitute Mahabhav. Balaram is seeing their Mahabhav. This is not something that's typically uh, relative to uh, to Vatsali Rasa, he just tended to the elders. Sakya Rasa, although in certain instances, uh, those Narmasakas, they taste Mahabhav. Typically, that's not the case with the greater group of coward boys. This is something for the gopis, Mahabhav. Radharani's Mahabhav Sulupani, the full face of that. Balaram now is directly speaking with them about their love for Krishna, something that's not typical in the Brajlila, right? It's not something they're going to talk about with, with, with Balaram. Hmm? Not that he doesn't know about it, but uh, um, he certainly doesn't report it to Mother Yasoda like he did when Krishna um, ate dirt. <laughs> so he approves of it by not reporting on it, but, it, but he's uh, now directly speaking with them about it. Not something typical of the Brajlila and doing so on behalf of Krishna. And he's seeing their Mahabhav and Rama Sandarshanavrita. He is, while they're honoring him, he is honoring their Mahabhav. This reminds us, of course, of when Nidhanana Prabhu saw Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the Bhava Varada manifesting Mahabhav during the Ratha Yatra in Jagannath Puri. Big Jagannath on the chariot, the prince, hmm? um, and, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu a simple aesthetic, ascetic, if you will, a sannyasin, hmm? uh, not in royal attire by any means, and dancing and singing in front of the Rathkart, and he, he, he begins to exhibit the feelings of Radharani, and Jagannath's cart stops. Hmm? It can't, it can't, he becomes stunned by that, right? And Nityananda Prabhu, from a distance, described in Chaitanya Charitamrita, he sees Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as Radha in Mahabhav. And what does Nityananda Prabhu do at that time? Does he say, I think I will taste Mahabhav too? No, he doesn't say that at all. He bows down, he gets down and pays pranams, Dandabhat pranam, at a distance to to Radha's Mahabhav. Hmm. It's the same feelings now that are coming in Balaram at this time. He's awed by their Mahabhav. And, and now he's in this, this extraordinary circumstance hmm, to experience it firsthand and to tender to it by way of conveying, uh, delivering the message of Krishna. Kastidaste Sukham Krishna, Purastri Janabalava. So, in their joking, if you will, or in their in their attempt, I should say, to cover their bhav, they ask. So, how, by the way, uh, how is Krishna? Uh, how's your brother doing? Hmm? 
overtly, they think Balaram doesn't know about their earlier rendezvous. He's not involved in that. Should he come near, they hide it that much more, right? Because he's an elder. Their relationship with Balaram is, is a relationship of Batsalia. So they have respect. He's the elder. The elder brother of their lover, their illicit lover, if you will. So uh, they, don't, they don't even, they think that Balaram doesn't even know know about uh, uh, their their love or they question that so they say how's how's your brother doing hmm. anyway um krishna um, he must be happy living there we heard that he married uh, these uh Strijana Balaba, that he's the darling of the of the of the of the ladies there he's a real ladies man he's got many wives amongst the queens how auspicious for him hmm. If you can imagine saying this, how they're feeling inside in Balaram. I mean, he knows what's going on. He's, exper he's experiencing this firsthand, right? Hmm? So with great regard for their Mahabhav, and uh, then, he, then he now takes up, this goes on for, of course, a, a few verses. Um, First section of this chapter is a description of Balaram meeting with the friends, meeting with the parents, and so forth. And then the second part now, meeting with the gopis, Krishna's gopis, right? So this is the beginning of that. Um, the gopis go on to speak further and and and, and uh, show the symptoms of Mahabhav, and Balaram hears them out, of course. And then Sankarshanastha Krishna Syasanda Shahradayam Gamai. Santavyam Asa Bhagavan. Lanu, lanu so, so then the epithet Sankarshan is, is invoked. And this now is the instance in which this name is, um, is can be understood in a Madhurya context. I don't mean Madhurya Rasa, but I mean rather than Aishvarya, which is often the context in which the name Sankarshan is used, as I mentioned, uh, you know, extending to Haladar, bearing the plow, uh, you know, as a weapon, and, and the Maha Sankarshan, the Mool Sankarshan, Mahavishnu, who's Sankarshan, and so forth. Uh, uh, again, Balaram as, as, as a prince, and so forth, drawing the Tambardayas, or the, 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 uh, the Kurus and the, and the Brajbas, or the, the Adus and the Brajbasis together, um, um, and so forth. A little bit of more affectionate than that, but 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 now, uh, Sankarshana Sta Krishnasya Sunday Shayafridayam Gomai. So the Sankarshan he's described here as Nana Nunaya Kovida Santavya Maso Bhagavan, with great uh, expertise at. Uh, Offering uh, consolation, um, he consoles the gopis hmm, by expressing the heart message of Krishna. Hmm. He, he delivers the heart message of Krishna, assures them how Krishna feels for them. Hmm, and um, he does it with great expertise that is that by which he's successful in pacifying them on the one hand by his own expertise 
aided, if you will, by the, the, the way in which the message itself is worded by Krishna, which is very consoling to the gopis. So it's the way in which Krishna expresses the message more clearly, if you will, than he did in his message through Uddhava, which, which Uddhava completely misunderstood. And when the gopis heard it, they said, I, you know, I don't think that's, uh, this is what is meant there, right? This is what he's saying. And when they repeated what they thought he was saying, Uddhava became enlightened. That's what he's saying. I thought he was just giving a message, hey, you know, look, you know, things happen, people get separated, you know, by God's, by the arrangement of providence, what can we do? We should not lament basic teachings of Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> but the gopis drew out much deeper meaning from what Krishna was saying when they repeated it back. This has caused Uddhava's enlightenment, right? So here the message is straightforward. It's, it's not uh, couched uh, and it's not, it doesn't have an, a, 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 another intention in it. In his message to the gopis through Uddhava, the intention was to convey his heart feelings to the gopis, but also to bring about the enlightenment of Uddhava at the, um, uh, th through, the, through the response and siksha, if you will, of the gopis. This isn't necessary for Balaram. Again, he's a Brajabasi. He knows about these affairs. He weeped hmm, when Krishna told him to return mentioned his friends and parents and so forth, didn't say anything about the gopis. He knows how Krishna's feeling towards them. He doesn't have an opportunity directly in the Braj Lila really to participate in that, like an Armasaka. But now the opportunity arises. This is a special occasion for Balaram, Sankarshan. Here he's referred to as Sankarshan because what he's doing is he is uniting the gopis with Krishna. He's bringing them together. Um, and representing uh, Krishna so fully that they're actually um, uh, become, that they gain confidence mm -hmm. that Krishna will return, confidence in his words that, that they couldn't draw to the same extent uh, from Uddhava when Krishna sent him with a message. Sankarshanas ta Krishna sandeshar. It's said that uh, Balaram so well represented Krishna hmm, uh, to them that his complexion changed colors hmm, from white to black, if you will. And there are a couple of deities in the Braj of Balaram that are black. They're supposed to be representing this uh, this uh, extraordinary moment, where the full term uh, idea, the sweet idea of the uh, implication, I should say, of the name Sankarshan is found. Mm -hmm. Krishna actually drew Krishna there, excuse me, Balaram actually drew Krishna there. He was present. Krishna had told Balaram, speak to them. If you can't pacify them, I'll appear as a, in, in a sporty there, in, in, like a hallucination. I'll, 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 I'll manifest myself. Of course, he's already done that in the past, and that's not sufficient for them. They doubt that they doubt those sporties of Krishna. If it's actually Krishna, hmm? uh, but it, it, it wasn't necessary. Neither would it have worked. Balaram was able to fully represent Krishna's 
heart and feelings for them and gave them a kind of confidence which enabled them to move on to another subject. Hmm? And the next subject is what? Gopis bring up to him how, how uh, grateful they are, hmm? how uh, uh, um, much love they have for Balaram by way of his representing um, Krishna. Krishna, Balaram is often identified with Guru Tattva, so representing Krishna, this is the idea. He fully represents Krishna. Krishna's present there in him. They feel his presence. Hmm? Um, now, more so than any time since Krishna has departed, enough to, to calm down, if you will, and, and feel confidence in, in Krishna's love for them, and now move to another, another subject, which now is the last part of this, um, this, this chapter, 65 of the 10th Canto. What do they do? They ask him that we're very pleased they, they, with, with, with how you've delivered the message and so forth. Now something else comes to our mind. There are some gopis here who fell in love with you during holy. So they bring up these gopis. And they've been waiting for you this whole time. And therefore, you're here. You should tender to them. You should, you should marry them. This is not on Balaram's mind. What's on his mind is representing Krishna, serving Krishna, being the best friend of Krishna. There's um, that. Um, Krishna says the best friend is one reminds one of their beloved. Here he's reminding the gopis of their beloved in a way that, that makes him feel, makes them feel he's present there amongst them. Hmm? So now they're asking him, you, you, you should tender to these gopis. Now Balaram, of course, will do that, but it's again, it's not central to his bob. So he says, well, you know, yeah, okay, but I need to get, you know, permission from Nanda Maharaj and so forth. And um, um, so he kind of puts it off. He gets, it's brought up, he gets the permission and so forth. And then, uh, while in Vrindavan for the remaining period, he um, has uh, at Ramgad, he, um, he, he meets with the gopis and has like a Gandharva marriage. Of course, it's done with the blessing of Nanda Maharaj. And uh, so it's not uh, it's the kind of parakia we find with uh, uh, in Krishna's relationship with his gopis, it's, it's different. And in the context of that, of course, Balaram's drinking the Varuni beverage, and uh, he makes the gopis drink it as well. And then he wants to bathe in the in the Jamuna, and she says, "You're, you know, a drunk. Why should I respond to you?" And then he brings out his plow. So here comes the Haldar, and uh, this is the famous instance, as I say in Brudge, where he actually uses the plow. The only one that I know of in the whole of the Bhagavatam where he actually uses the plow as a weapon of sorts here to chastise the Jamuna. And um, she, of course, bows to him and so forth. And he bathes with the gopis, his own gopis, in, in the Jamuna. And in the context of this, um, he, he marries the gopis. And this side of his life then is completed. But it's a side of his life, as we can see from the chapter, that's kind of an afterthought, if you will, in terms of his main primary uh, preoccupation in Bob. And that is the focus of 
of the that we get Balaram through the through the um, Goswami. So how much we are indebted for them to sorting this out for us as to who um, Balaram really is. Krishna, personality of God had served, and Balaram, Sankarshan, personality of Godhead servitor. She Sankarshan ki jai. Any question? I guess we're out of time. Oh, Ganga Shakti has a question. Yes. Oh, I think someone else started speaking also. Well, you beat him to it. You over <laughs> you override. Go ahead. Um uh, my question is in relation to what kind of the understanding in Vrindavan is of Krishna and Balaram's parentage, because you often point out that in Vrindavan, they don't see Krishna as the son of Vasudev and Devakis, but as the son of Nanda Maharaj and Yashoda. But at the same time, from what from my understanding, in Vrindavan, also in Vrindavan, they see Balaram as the son of... Um, Vasudeva and um, Ruhini. And I was wondering, of course, you, you said today that uh, Balagam himself sees himself more as the son of Nanda, which obviously makes him the brother of Krishna. But I got a bit confused with how to how the understanding in Vrindavan is in regard to their parentage and why do they call them brothers if they don't see Krishna is the son of Vasudev, but they do see Balaram as the son of Vasudev, or if I'm getting it wrong somewhere. It's like if, if someone, um, if I have a son and the son is um, disobedient, um, and has a reputation for such in the community, but the neighbor's son develops a relationship with me and he always comes over, cuts the lawn and does all kinds of things for me. The neighbors will say, he's your son. He's your son. This is, this is actually your son. So the blood relationship, this is a trivial thing. What are the feelings? Sometimes they correspond, but with the cases in which they don't, then the feelings prevail. Nanamarsh is Balaram grew up for all intents and purposes as the son of, of Nandamarsh. He's the father figure entirely in Balaram's whole life up until his adolescence, right? Which is a time where you leave your parents. So by the time he returns to Mathura, if you will, and has a relationship with Vasudev and Debaki, he's already out of the house. He gets there, he goes to the Guru Kool and off he is as, as a prince and so forth. So his whole experience in his childhood of, 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 his, of who his father figure in his life is, is Balaram, is, is Nanda Maharaj, and everybody else accepts that. So in substance, they, they see him, and, and accurately so, as a son. And you know, you're talking about a village situation here where uh, cousins or brothers and sisters and um, and, and, and uh, there's more than one mother. Everybody's a mother. For, for every, uh, Yasoda is the mother of every coward boy. He knows every every preparation 
everyone's every coward boy's favorite preparation <laughs> exactly what they like the most mm -hmm. she gets a chance to see them separately she'll grab them put them bring them on her lap immediately mm -hmm. ask him questions about krishna sit him down feed him mm -hmm. so despite the fact that he has another mother so it's uh it, it it's not as odd if you understand the context of the village life and so forth, just like at Madhavan, I remember realizing at some point, practically everybody in this area, Juan, who just retired, worked for us there. Uh, everybody's his family. <laughs> this is his cousin, this is his second cousin, this is his third cousin, this is his aunt, uncle, nephew. It's practically uh, for like, you know, a lar large radius around Madhavan. It's all extended family members of, of Juan. And even if they're in another family, technically speaking, how they live together is, is as if as if it's part of the same family. So think of it along those lines, it may be helpful. Anything else? Nandrat Guru Maharaj. Yeah. You said that uh, Balaram's uh, romantic involvement with his gopis is, is not such an important thing for him or, or for us. But uh, Vrindavan does. He starts his whole Chaitanya Bhagavat with this very Leela. Right. Yes. He emphasizes that, um, that uh, Nityanandapa was Balaram himself and Balaram has Rasa Leela, he says, right? Mm -hmm. So Krishna is famous for having a Rasalila. This is the Maharas, right? The Maharas. He's famous for this. And from the Braj Gorgodia perspective, um, this is the uh, fullest evidence of his godhood, actually. He's the king of Rasas, right? Tasting this. So now, that that is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's position, right? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is is Krishna himself. Now the position of Balaram, as I said, even Vaishnava sympathize. Sometimes the question is Balaram a jiva, you know, it, it's not as clear because of his 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 disposition as a servitor. And when we come to Gaudiya Sampradaya, then we have Nityanandabhu, obviously he's misunderstood. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu labored repeatedly to point out the position of Nityananda Prabhu to his own uh, intimate associates. Um, and he was unorthodox in his behavior and so forth, and completely dedicated to the service of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but, but he is God himself. And Krishna, excuse me, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu repeatedly tried to point this out. I, I referred earlier in the talk to the eulogy of Balaram on the part of Krishna in the 15th chapter. As, uh, as the Pugandalila begins, Krishna is laboring there also in the Bhagavatam to establish the position of Balaram, hmm? um, that he's also God. So it's an issue. <laughs> uh, so I believe that Vrindavan Dastakur is trying to do the same thing there. And he's using this technique by speaking about, well, so Krishna, Balaram also has a Rasalila. Therefore, he should be seen also as. As the, as the Supreme Personality of God. Hmm? He, he, he mentions it like, this doesn't go into detail about it and so forth and so on, but he emphasizes it for that purpose 
only. But if you look at the two, of course, with great detail, there's a there's a there's a, 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 a huge difference between the two events. Hmm? Balaram, as I said, shows Aishvarya by manifesting his plow and dragging the Jamuna, this extraordinary godly kind of display in the midst of his so-called Rasalila, which is not happening during Krishna's Rasalila with the gopis by, by any stretch. It's completely Madhurya, sweet, right? And uh, of course, it's done with the permission of, Bala, of, of Nanda Maharaj and at the behest of the, of the other gopis and and so on and so forth. And it, 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 it is, if you look at the, the, the chapter, the, his reason for going, he has to be reminded by Krishna, asked by Krishna to attend to the gopis. It's something he forgets about practically. The gopis then remind him and, of this. And still then he asks Balaram, he says he has to get Nanda Maharaj's permission and so forth. So it's, um, it's quite different. Also the holy festival, uh, where the gopis fall in love with Balaram. That's completely different also than the Rasalila. Other coward boys are there. Hmm? They're all playing at Holi. It's a perfectly licensed, if you will, thing to do at Holi for boys and girls to get together and throw colors and so on and so forth. But something else was going on a little bit underneath. Well, that, that's there, but it's quite different, if you will, than the Rasalila. And, you know, and, and, and this is just one third of one chapter of the Bhagavatam that it's dealt with mm -hmm. uh, in the instance of Balaram's returning, the central part of which is to meet his friends and parents and to minister to the gopis, ultimately. So if you look at it broadly, the, the, the fact that Vrindavan Das is emphasizing that has to be looked at in light of that. So that's how I have always uh, thought of it, by invoking or by emphasizing, underscoring. Balarama also has a Rasalila. It's a way of saying that those who have identified Krishna as Rasaraj because of the Rasalila, they should also see him as, as a Supreme Godhead, something like that. Does that help? Thank you, yes. Dying, dying. Balarama Rasalila, Yes. Does anyone else have a question? They did not return with him, no. They, they, they stayed there, yeah. Um, it's not mentioned in the Bhagavatam, uh, per se, but uh, he returned uh, without them. Um, and that's another point, of course, I brought it up in one of my chapters of my book. Um, we don't even know their names. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, Primarily, of course, uh, Balaram is known for his uh, married relationship with, with Rebati. Mm -hmm. And that is uh, something with Aishvarya. And it's mentioned also in other places, in other texts, that the gopis who uh, fell in love with Balaram, they were sadhana siddhas. In the previous life, they worshiped Balaram and Rebati. Mm -hmm. So there's, their approach is not a rag marg from a Gaudi perspective approach to 
living in the Brudge, therefore Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasthi Thakur calls their rapport with Balaram in Mariada. Hmm? It's another name for Vaidhi rather than, um, than, than Rag. Hmm? So it's another um, way in which we can um, underscore the central focus of Balaram being his um, Sakiras with, with Krishna. Um, they were uh, said to be uh, um, those gopis in the previous life from the Naga community, which Balaram is an Antasesha are identified with. And there is a group of uh, devotees in, in Braj um, that worship Balaram and give pre uh, preference to Balaram over Krishna. Hmm? Um, and um, and they worship Balaram and uh, and uh, Ram Revati Ram, hmm? which again is is a Dwarka um, relationship. So no, there's not much said about those gopis. Nothing afterwards. Nothing that there's just that one chapter there, and then there's the holy chapter where you you, know, you could draw it out. The only person that's really tried to draw out more that I've seen out of that holy uh, encounter is uh, Kavi Karnapur. And he does mention one, one gopi's name, um, but it's the only place that, that gopi's ever been named um, amongst them, a leader amongst them, uh, nowhere else. So again, the text itself does not give that much emphasis to that side. It is a side, it is important, we, we, we bow down to it, but it's not um, the center of Balaram's life, so it's not the center of our life in terms of how we focus on um, Sankarshan. Does that help? How is uh, Sumati? Oh, good. Your festival starts today. Balaram. Balaram Jayanti. All right. Anything else? Nice to be with you with their permission, and I'll take your leave. I'm going to go and cook a little something, pick something from the garden, and cook for Balaram. Krishna Balaram ki jai, or Natananda ki jai, or Bhakta Vrinda ki jai, or Premanand. Haribol.